You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo! Welcome into the House of L podcast. I'm Lawrence. Thanks so much for hanging out here with me as I break down a Bears win. Yeah, how about that? A Bears win. They go out to Seattle in a snowstorm and come back victorious. Now they're 5 and 10. Here's what I want to spend our time together talking about today like the game itself was cool and, and I do want to talk about that vibe I, I, I want to spend some time talking about that vibe the vibe that the Bears had I shouldn't say the Bears had because the Bears didn't have a vibe the vibe that Bears fans had throughout this game I thought was fantastic and let me tell you why I thought it was great because you didn't let this overwhelm you. I think the last couple of weeks have been really hard for Bears fans. The reason is you have the game against the Packers, and it's it's the Packers, and that elicits a lot of crazy emotions from Bears fans. Then you have the Vikings game. It's on national television, and everything goes completely wrong. And in both of those cases... As a Bears fan, you're you're stuck. Like you're just sitting there stuck and embarrassed and angry about how things have gotten to this point, why things are so bad right now for the Bears as compared to other teams in the division, including Detroit. Some people have said that Detroit's farther along. I I I'm not willing to give that to them at all. I'm I'm not willing to say that that's that's the case. I get the the concept of they're already at the beginning of their rebuild, but if you kind of know that the rebuild's going to be bad cuz Dan Campbell's bad, then are you really at the beginning of anything special? I don't think so. But the vibe that I felt from Bears fans and talking to them today on Twitter while the game was going on, it felt like a a no consequence game. And that's what it was. I mean, there, there's nothing at stake here. Nothing is at stake. But it was football on your television, and then you add in the aesthetic. The aesthetic of it's snowing in Seattle, and 
you got guys sliding around, making sure they got the right cleats on, and it looks like what we we hype up to be football. Like it, it looks like exactly what you want December football in your mind to look like, and that's fun. Like it, it, it's it's a different backdrop from what we're used to. It's a different backdrop from the way that the NFL is going. And the NFL is going to, we want to play these games in the Dome. We don't want the elements to be a part of the conversation. I feel like I'm with the league for the most part on that, but I'm okay with occasionally getting an anomaly and seeing how teams handle the anomaly. And I don't think that either one of the teams looked like they didn't know what they were doing or were slip sliding around all day long. It was just football. In snow, and football in snow, I think evokes good feelings. So there you were as a Bears fan, watching this game, listening to this game, and going, man, this is kind of fun. It was competitive. There were some questions about whether or not the game plan initially made sense because the Bears did throw the ball more than what they should. Early on in the game, Aqib Talib was talking about it. It was really interesting, too, hearing him discuss it and, and say, why are you doing that when you have David Montgomery? A question that I ask over and over and over and over again when it comes to Bears football. But they were able to, in the second half of this game, move the ball and score 18 points. And they only averaged as a team 17 points. They scored 18 points in the second half. You end up looking at the numbers, Nick Foles, 24-35, 250 yards, a touchdown, no interceptions, a rating of 98.5. You had a big run from Khalil Herbert. I really wish that, I know that you have David Montgomery, but I wish they would give Herbert more opportunities. But you know what? I'm not going to even, why even get into it? The Jimmy Graham, you post him up, he takes on two defenders and is able to, to get the touchdown. You go for the two-point conversion. Demir Berg gets a two-point conversion. You hang on at the end of it, and you win. You win. And that's good. That's a good thing for Bears fans that were rewarded with an entertaining Sunday and not feeling as terrible. Now, I don't want you to get lost in that entertainment. I don't want you to get lost in the fun of watching the Bears succeed, watching Matt Nagy not be a coward and say, hey, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's go for two. And they went for two, and it was fun, and and it was fun. But now comes the really interesting part. Ian Rappaport reported on NFL uh, game day on, on NFL Network, and Ian's a guy that works for NFL Media, He's very much tapped into the goings-on of the NFL. He reported that Matt Nagy could be let go after the game. I don't think that that, that part of it is contingent on them winning. Like, well, if, if your file on Matt Nagy hasn't already been uploaded and downloaded by the powers that be, and I'm talking about ownership, the ownership level, if you haven't already made up your mind then a win to get the Bears to 5-10 and 10 
should not be a part of the data points that you're putting together to, to, to figure out whether or not you want to bring this coach back. The questions, to me, loom about the general manager. That's where they loom. If you're bringing back Ryan Pace, anything you do with Matt Nagy is going to feel hollow. It's going to feel incomplete. It's going to feel like, well, we could have done this. We could have gotten ourselves prepared and and changed the way that we do things and then started our hiring process for a football person and then maybe a GM after that and then a head coach after that. The new rules are in place so that teams can get a head start. They can interview more candidates. They can interview minority candidates. They can interview candidates that are on winning teams. I think it's a win-win unless you haven't made up your mind about it. If If you haven't made up your mind about it, and this is where I wonder where the Bears are. I wonder if they are entertaining overarching change structurally to the way that they do the business of football. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I would hope that at the ownership level, they have already made that decision. I would hope that. But if they haven't, okay. I'm more than okay with them saying we need to get through the season, have our plan in place, make the changes, and then the the Bears might end up in a better spot because the entire organization is run in a has a different model on the way that it's run. I know that I'm presenting this almost as if it's a binary choice and who knows what the Bears may end up doing. I would love to think that if they aren't going to make a move that the reason that they aren't going to make a move is that they're not completely 
ready to pull the trigger on everything that this would entail. I think the file for Matt Nagy has enough data points to tell you what to do in his situation. I feel the same way about his boss. I don't think that there's anything that would keep me from moving on from Ryan Pace as the general manager of the Chicago Bears. I know that the Bears might have reasons. Like, well, he redid Hallis Hall. As Chris Rock would say, that's some shit you're supposed to do. The Bears had an inferior product as far as their home base for training. So, yes, just about any general manager who walked into that complex will tell you that it was substandard relative to the rest of the league. So you need to make changes. They've made the changes, and it looks great. You can give Ryan Pace credit for that type of work and understand that the main part of his job is to put together a winning team. And the main part of his job is sustained success over a period of time. And he doesn't have the bona fides on that end of it as a general manager of the Bears to warrant any sort of dispensation because he did the stuff that any executive would have done coming in to run the Bears, would have, would have looked at the, the state of what Hallis Hall looks like and said, we need to make changes here. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm recording this right after the game. Hell, there could be news later on tonight. There could be news as you're listening to this. But I really want to believe that they are, if they are biding their time, that the reason that they're doing it is because they're still unclear about what to do overall. That if if George, Ted, and Virginia are out here trying to figure out how do we go about putting ourselves together How do we figure out how to run this franchise as effectively as possible? And if they need a couple more weeks and if they lose out on a candidate, I I would prefer they get who they want, but I would at least understand it. If at the end of this thing, you don't take advantage of the two-week head start and you fire... Neggy, it's going to feel like two wasted weeks. Any time that you can get a jump on the competition is a good idea. There are still some teams that might, that are thinking about how the next couple games may affect the head coaching position. Like Carolina and the Giants, for example. Maybe even the Steelers. You know? then maybe they'll look at it and be like, well, we need to make some changes up in here. We don't do it very often, basically every 25 years or so, but maybe we need to make some changes. You don't want to be in the position of not 
being ahead of the game and then having to chase down or outbid, which is another is another thing that I want to kind of bring to your attention. When we're talking about spending money as an organization, some of it is the the physical plant type stuff. Upgrading the facilities at Hallis Hall. That's that's spending money. And in hoping to get a reward on that expenditure by wins, like by becoming a by wins and by becoming a, a better valuated franchise. And the Bears are highly valuated. But are they going to spend the cash to get the coach or football executive that they want if they make changes? Are they going to be willing to go there? When you start looking at the impact that college coaching salaries could have on NFL coaching and general manager salaries, you then you get to start asking the questions of, are the McCaskies cheap? I think it's an easy trope overall. I think that they have spent money. I don't think that they've spent it wisely. But if if you want to know if they're willing to spend, this is the window to find out. Y'all spending money over there? Are you willing to, if there's a coach that you want? Like, for example, let's say that Alabama, roll tight wins the national championship. And Nick Saban is like, I've done all I can do here. I'm ready for the challenge of going back to the NFL. And maybe it's not even as head coach. Maybe it's as the guy who's in charge of your football operation. Now, if you're Saban, you go, well, there are dudes that he gets the automatic kicker in his contract where no one's going to be making more money than him. So if the top guys in college football are making $10 million a year to coach, if you're Nick Saban, are you going to go work as the Bears executive or the Bears head coach for less than that? No. You're not giving them a discount. Same thing. You might have to spend $15 million if you're making changes a year on executive plus coach. Maybe $20 million. You might have to do that. Is your franchise willing to do it? These are some of the questions that you've got to get some answers to and you've got to find out. In summary, I just say, man, I'm glad that you as a Bears fan had a good Sunday. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, people think that in sports radio – in this podcast world that the negativity is what brings clicks and ears to the radio. You'd be stunned about listenership when teams are good or when teams win. I'll tell you this. In the industry that I work in, while we're not supposed to root for teams, 
it's always good for business when teams are winning and interesting. And if we they can't be winning, then it's good if they're interesting. If you have a team that's losing and uninteresting like the Bears have been, that's not good. But you can tell me the truth. You're happier right now than you were four hours ago. And you're going to tune in to the shows all this week. And you're listening to the podcast. And I still have to remind you of some of the bad stuff. But it's nice to have a Sunday like that where you can enjoy yourself. Good for you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We appreciate the support. Go back and listen to fun episodes of everything. We have great guests on the show. Julie Swika was on the podcast earlier this week. Go listen to that episode. It's dope. I'll talk to you next time. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.